takes our uh, text tonight from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, just one verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Well, it's a new year, 2024. So I love this verse. Every time when I read this, as I study this, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new person. And sometimes I forget to think, well, new, what does it mean to be new? Well, this year, 2024 is a new year. Never happened before. Uh, starting, it never came to exist before. So when you're new, it, new, never exist before. So it's, um, uh, recently come into existence. So you heard about being born again. New. Yeah. So, uh, when you're new, what happened to you? So, when things, you, anything that you use, that, that you handle going forward, it should be new, right? Any situation, any complication, how you handle those things, it should be new. So, where you go, it should be new. What you do, it should be new. How you speak, the word that come out of your mouth, it should be anew in Christ, right? What you see, what you used to watch, it should be new things, right? And of course, and uh, the your mind and how you think, it should also be new. And of course, your heart is new because Christ lived in it. Now, and then it says the next part of the verse, the verse says all things have passed away. All things have passed away. Well, what are all things? Well, thing, things that you used to handle. Certain, you used to handle a certain way. The ways that are not edifying should be buried, right? Should be put away. Places that we used to go, that our feet used to take us, that are not edifying or encouraging, should be buried, put away. What we used to watch, what we used to see that are not encouraging or edifying, it should be put away. It should be buried away. Same thing on how we speak to one another that's not encouraging or edifying. You know, sometimes when you used to just certain way you say hi to certain people that are not Christ-like, it should be put away, buried away, never to be seen again. Again, anything that we see that are not edifying or encouraging, or the scowl that you give the look to somebody that you don't like, that should be put away also, right? Because you're a new creature in Christ. And anything that's in your heart that are just not good or edifying, should be put away, you know, the lust, the lying, the anger, corrupt communications, bitterness, wrath, all those things. There's a list of them that mention 
all should be put away because we are a new creature in Christ. Yeah. So um, when I was looking at this, yeah, I was looking at, of course, New Year resolution also. 2023 New Year resolution. I was kind of curious to see what the world out there or what people like to make uh, as resolution. I don't think I ever have. I tried my best to just um, um, go on, go forward uh, another year, right? But uh, 2023 New Year resolution, uh, here's the top five. One was improved fitness. Uh, Number two was improved finances. Number three, improved mental health. Four, of course, lose weight. And then five, improve diets. It's almost kind of similar, same thing, all has to do with self. And I was uh, just surprised that um, usually it depends on what you look at, Forbes or Men's Health or any magazine. Usually uh, spending more time with loved one is about maybe number five or six or further down the list. I was kind of surprised, especially at this time and age, especially for those who know Christ also, I would think that maybe spending more love time, more time with your loved one would be at least top one or two, but maybe because of my culture or what I'm raised, or maybe because I have a small family now, well, not my immediate family, but distant mom, dad, mom, and brothers. You know, there's only four of us. I have one brother, two sisters, and my mom's alive and my dad's gone. But uh, so you would think, I would think from my perspective, spending time with family would be more important than any of these things because, you know, money, you can always find ways to make money if you're motivated enough to improve your finance or diet. You know, just eat less. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go, I guess it's it's harder said than done. So, but if you uh, motivate enough, you can. But anyway, and then uh, 2024, I looked that up. It's the same resolution, but the same top five. And it again, it's kind of odd that uh, spending time with a loved one is still at you know five or less uh, the top bottom. But that's what shows that the, the world is heading toward that that what the priority is in the worlds out there and you know tonight i want to encourage you that you know as christian new creature in christ maybe we should focus more on things that's more important spiritually and what god want us to uh, focus on because you know when we just focus on ourselves and our body it, it profit little of course timothy first timothy 4 8 it says for bodily exercise profit little but godliness profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. So, and, you know, Paul's not saying body exercise not profit at all, just profit little, but godliness profit so much more for this life and the life to come. So I came up with some uh, New Year resolution, mainly say for myself, family, and for as a new, yeah, new creature in Christ that we should uh, maybe focus on because you know there's some example uh, throughout the Bible that God encourages us to do these things. It's not in any particular order, but one of them. How about we uh, study God's word more, dig deep into God's word? You know, for, uh, Second Timothy two, 
15. Yeah, I, I learned this one, uh, from when, when I was volunteering with that little kid. It's called a WANA program, but it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, we should study it and memorize it. You know why? Because there's a lot of teaching and false teacher out there that will tell you, here's what's true, here's what's not true. But if you don't know the truth yourself, how would you know what they're telling you is God's word or not? I mean, what if they're a good speaker, a really motivated, I mean, a very compelling speaker? There's a lot of people out there that can speak well, you know, that can do that, that can, you know, again, a lot of people that would, you know, be able to sell ice to an Eskimo, as you say, right? There are a lot out there, and that's part of their job. But if our job is to, why not dig deep into God's Word a little bit more? Like, uh, the only illustration I, mean, I can think of is, let's say, eating. You know, some people eat to live. I live to eat. I enjoy food. You know, I try to be a, a food connoisseur, but not like a, as good as my brother-in-law, uh, brother Eric there. He's uh, really good with that. But... um you know, so when you eat, um, most of us eat two, three times, three meals a day, right? Not just a bite or two and then just go on your way. You eat enough to get uh, nutritional value into your body so you can survive and be healthy. The same thing with God's Word. You don't just read one verse a day. Oh, you think that's enough and sufficient, do you? No, we should read and study and dig deep into it so we can grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord our Jesus Christ, right? And so that way, when somebody come and ask us, what does this mean or why you believe what you believe, you can point, you can go to scripture and say, this is why, this, this was why we believe in this. And this is why we choose to walk this way. That's why. So again, yeah. It's good. I'm not saying it's bad to just read a verse a day, but where do you want to go? How knowledgeable do you want to be? How close do you want to be to the Lord? How much do you want to understand the Bible? I mean, you can read the Bible as many times in a year, and then when you start over, God will show you something more. I have, you know, when I was in college, you know, my first year, since there was a lot of teaching this, you know, I, I made it a goal to read through the Bible while going through college and stuff like that. And I did. And then when, you know, the next year I read it through again, I, God showed me so many more things than the first time that I read through it again, because come more knowledge, more understanding, more wisdom, and God will provide that if you want to, if you choose to follow that. So again, Get into God's Word. Yeah. All of us should. Yeah. Because His Word will protect us from, again, false teaching, false teacher. And, you know, I, I think uh, we were listening through, um, well, I think I'm in Joshua now and I was just reading through a uh, book thing. They're ready, you know, Moses is gone in Joshua chapter one. They, uh, they were ready to cross the Jordan into the promised land. So Joshua gathered all the people and, you know, the Lord tell them and say, hey, read the law. It should not read the word, read the law. It should not depart from your mouth. Memorize it, study it, live it. 
so it will, so you will be prosperous and successful. See, he was telling them that, hey, God's word, the God's law will direct them, will protect them, will make them successful. And that's what they did before they crossed the Jordan. The whole, the, the children of Israel uh, did that and they listened and they obey. Second one, how about prayer? James 5.16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. When you break it down, effectual, so effective, fervent, mean passionate and intensity, avail, produce or gain. So the effective, passionate, intensity prayer of a righteous person or a new creature in Christ will gain much. And also verse 15, the one before that, it says, and the prayer of faith shall, shall save the sick. That's what, um, uh, as you hear the testimony, that's what I love about our church. Growing up, at the end of every service, there's always an altar call. There's always corporate prayer. That's what I love about it. When we come together with prayer, that's where God's presence is. And that's where God do mighty work. That's where uh, he show his power. That's where he encourages all of us to one another. So cop, uh, corporate prayers is powerful and it encourages each and every one of us. And what about family prayers? I would recommend that you should have family prayer. When we do, do devotion, a family, I believe a family that pray together will stay together, will encourage one another will help each other to grow closer towards God. Yeah. And then individual prayer. Jesus set an example for that. Every morning, he go to pray by himself for God. And again, we should do that also. Besides just, don't just, you know, uh, again, I'm not saying you can't or cannot do, but we pray together at home, and then we pray by ourselves also because God needs to show us other things that he wants us to know and understand also beside that what he wants to show all of us here together. And that's why a lot of time I love special meeting and camp meeting where just everybody from around the world just praying together. It's, it's the mighty work of God. I mean, you can feel it. I mean, you can see it in the, the presence of God is it's work in a mighty way. So again, prayer is powerful. You know, use it. Draw closer to God. It's his way of communicating with us and drawing us, reconnecting uh, our relationship back with him. You know, prayer is our way of talking to God through Jesus Christ. And that's why he came down for us, is uh, to rebuild that relationship with God that we lost uh, a long time ago. And another one, uh, number, I think, four, Three, how about fruit of the Spirit? Galatians 5, 22 and 3. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. How are your fruits today, the fruit of the Spirit? Uh, you know, if you think you're getting there or close, you know, God will show you. You can always grow closer, grow stronger, show more love, have more peace. And if you think you have a lot of patience already, man, try to go to Costco during on a Saturday afternoon. Or just drive around Southeast Portland. Yeah. 
the Lord will show you or give you encouragement to have more patience or to, that you still need uh, work on that. So I do, yeah, because um, thank the Lord that if we seek it, if we ask him, he'll give us the strength to endure. You know? And then uh, four, how about draw closer to God, get closer to God. James 4, 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Hey, you can only get close to God if you submit to God, right? If you only sub if you submit yourself to God and resist anything that's around you, you can draw closer to God. You can get close to God as close as you want to because God is always there waiting for you, for you to come to him and talk to him. I mean, what kind of relationship you have if uh, you never talk to your friend or that special someone or your children or your spouse. You know, I know um, I always make fun of guy. Uh, I read an article, some a guy, something about, you know, a guy, oh, he has a best friend, but they only talk once a year. You know, might be true for guy, but not for the, the ladies. But it, I don't think that how's it work, that's how it works in any relationship. If you want to get close to somebody or get to know somebody more, we had to communicate. Yeah, we, we have to talk. And same thing with God. We need to communicate. We need to, the more we communicate with him, the more that he will show what we need in our life and how we need him more and more in our lives and how we can be used for him yeah, in our lives. And then, again, last one. It's not really the last one or least one, but again, you can make your own uh, resolution uh, and spiritual resolution about forgiveness. Luke six twenty eight. Bless them that curse you and pray for them that desp despitefully use you. Forgiveness. God forgave us. He sent his son you know, to die for us. Jesus gave up his throne, his life, his luxury to come to be like us so we can understand him and give a chance for us to accept that forgiveness. I mean, we rejected him, but he still, he was willing still come down and die on that cross for us to give us a, a second chance to build that relationship with him. So again, um, we don't, God's not asking us to give up everything to forgive somebody. Our job is to forgive those who doesn't like us or use us or abuse us because God forgive us. Our duty is to forgive that person so they might have a chance to come to know Christ and know what love is all about. Yeah. So, and, uh, so love should be a motivating factor to forgive and not any other expectation. We shouldn't try to forgive somebody, as you heard before Brother Dave mentioned last year, we shouldn't forgive somebody expecting them to forgive us back or some kind of you know, special parade down the aisle, anything. We forgive in hope of mending a relationship. Yeah. We want to restore what was meant to be. Yeah. The same thing what God is done, has done for us. He forgave us so we can have that perfect relationship again that oneness with him. So again, tonight, therefore, if any man 
be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, behold, all things become new. So in closing, tonight, if you have not become a new person yet, a new creature in Christ, you have an opportunity here tonight after uh, the closing of the prayer here. Come to this altar. Give your life to Christ as you hear in the song. Jesus is coming back soon, and that's his promise. We, we don't know the time of the day. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow, but he's coming soon. But we don't know when our last day is on this earth because only Jesus, only God knows that. So if you haven't have a chance to make it right with the Lord, yeah, do so tonight. And if you want to get closer to the Lord, do so tonight. If you need to make a, a spiritual resolution to improve your life, to you know, get closer to what he wants us to be, you can do that tonight too. Ask him what he wants you to be, how he wants you to grow this evening or this new year going forward because we are a new creature in Christ. And I hope and pray for those here tonight that are not saved or those who are listening online are not saved that they would give their life to Christ so they can start a new relationship with him. So again, the altars are open for prayer. The song of invitation is 482.